coming up, could we see the return of Jessica Jones? We'll be talking about how there's going to be a lot less National Geographic content. And also, would you like to see an ESPN and a Netflix bundle? All that and more coming up in today's Disney Plus news. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest. Hi, it's Roger here from What's On at DisneyPlus.com. Let's start talking about Jessica Jones because we could perhaps see the return of the character in the MCU. Now obviously we saw Jessica Jones um, in two seasons of the show which was released back on Netflix years and years ago. She then was also in the Defenders series. You can watch all three of those shows right now on Disney+. Plus. But obviously since the return of Daredevil and Kingpin in the, the, um, the MCU with like Hawkeye and She-Hulk and Echo. Obviously we've got the new Devil Born Again series currently filming. There's been this big question of will we see the other characters return because um, essentially when Echo released they, they kind of turned all of those Netflix shows and turned them into part of the MCU. They're on the official timeline on Disney Plus because up till then they were kind of considered essentially either part of the multiverse, weren't really considered part of it. They didn't, Disney, um, since Marvel Studios kind of split away and kind of took control over Marvel Television they were like we didn't make them, they're not really us but then once they kind of brought in uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil, it kind of blurred the line a bit. But now they've kind of simplified it, those shows are part of the MCU, which made sense because they referenced the events in New York and it just made sense. But the question is going to be, is, is Jessica Jones going to be returning? Because the actress Christian Ritter took to social media and showed off a little um, picture of her, little video, small little video on Instagram of her in a t-shirt that she actually wore in Jessica Jones. And it kind of had the little words underneath of, if you know, you know. Now she could just be teasing us, trying to gain a little bit of attention on the fact that maybe she wants a deal, maybe she wants to come back, maybe she's just trolling us. But anyway, you look at it, this is definitely interesting to see. We're seeing other characters from the shows coming back. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if she did. I really enjoyed Jessica in season one. Wasn't so keen on season two, but yeah, I think this would be great to see her back. Um, you know, necessarily is a character in uh, the upcoming uh, Daredevil series, maybe in the second season, maybe give her her own show or just bring the Defenders back together for a second season and kind of bring them all back together. I'd love to see that. Definitely think with these kind of shows it makes sense. Um, but yeah, would you like to see Jessica Jones back in the MCU? Love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. We've also got some bad news if you're a fan of Secrets of Sofa Springs because the series has been cancelled after three seasons according to Deadline. They put up a report today. No real details on why. I kind of was expecting it because the third season arrived on Disney Plus um, last year. We haven't heard anything about it. And generally, after a few months, you generally what seems to happen is the cast get released from their contracts and they go on. Also, you kind of have this like weird free season rule kind of thing with most Disney Channel shows where they get the free seasons, they then start becoming much more expensive to make with the contracts that were put in place. Um, also, as well, the kids are getting older and that has an impact on not just them being able to work on it because they then have to be paid more, they have to have, um, you know, they might want to do something else, they might want to go to college, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so they kind of, as they move on, it becomes a little bit more tricky. But yeah, so Secrets of Sofa Springs will not be returning for a fourth season. It's a shame because they did end on a cliffhanger. And I do think, especially on these kind of shows, and especially at the end of a third season, shouldn't do that. They should kind of just finish them off properly. 
But yeah, so again, another show that's been cancelled by Disney. It's, it is common with Disney Channel shows. Most of them rarely get past three seasons anyway. But they are apparently focused more on multi-camera shows, ones of established IPs like Wizards of Waverly Place and things like that. But yeah, so unfortunately, our, it's going to be no more of The Secrets of Sofa Springs. But let us know what you think of that in the comments below. So as we all know, Disney has been drastically cutting back how much content it creates because it's trying to save money. But also just trying to chase Netflix and creating as much content as it possibly can just wasn't working and they need to make it profitable. So we know that there's got a lot less money now and National Geographic are all also feeling the pinch, they have got less money. During a recent keynote presentation at the Real Screen event in New Orleans, Tom McDonald, who is the EVP of Global Factual and Unscripted Content at National Geographic, spoke about how they have got a lot less money to create new shows. He went on to say, Clearly, we have less money to spend than when I joined 18 months ago. That's just the reality. There are a lot of buyers out there who might not say so as boldly as I said it, but that's the truth. But I still feel like we've got plenty of room to experiment, to take risks, but it does mean we have to work really hard on our overall slate. We're not a volume player. I think of us as a prestige player. Now, I think this makes a lot of sense, and I feel like maybe with the change that's probably going to be coming with the linear channels where they're probably going to end up with just like the one National Geographic channel. I could see some of the other cable platforms dropping like Nat Geo Wild and stuff. So if they focus on just one channel, they don't need as much content. And I think just again, putting out more and more stuff just to fill up these channels is just not working. And maybe less is more. Putting out some high quality National Geographic documentaries I think is key. I think they are, I think they make some fantastic stuff, it makes them stand out, and it is, it's core content, it's also, I mean, it's much cheaper to make this stuff than a drama series, and we need to have different variety, I know there's a lot of people that have Disney+, Plus that don't watch any of the Nat Geo stuff, but I really do enjoy, not just the drama series, but the National Geographic um, documentaries, the films, there's one coming up next week about the Arctic that I want to watch, I like this kind of stuff, and I like that Disney has this kind of content, I think it's important that they have variety because not everyone wants to watch the same thing and so I'm I think this is probably what we're going to see from all the different studios we're just seeing Disney really just narrowing down and making a much more curated list of content stuff that's better and I think that's the key thing I'd rather have five good stuff than ten meandering kind of just stuff I think that's the I think that's the thing we have to be looking for now is quality over quantity and I think they've definitely moved past the quantity zone of just trying to chase Netflix. But let us know. Do you watch National Geographic stuff? Do you want to see a bit less of it, but it being a bit better? Love to hear your thoughts on all that in the comments below. Moving on from there, let's now talk about ESPN and the ongoing kind of proxy battle that's going on with Disney right now. Because if you're unaware, Nelson Peltz, who is an activist investor, has brought up about $3 billion worth of stock and is trying to get on the board of directors. He tried last year, but didn't get on there. They ended up making some concessions to basically go on a massive cut spree of trying to save money and that's kind of one of the things that he wanted them to do. They also brought back the dividend, which means they give money to shareholders after to make some money. Um, but he's not been pleased with it. He's invested a lot of money in it. And unfortunately for him, he's not been getting the results he wanted. I think generally, you know, they're looking at about a 20% return. He only got about 10%, you know, that adds up. And so therefore he wants to get on the board and he wants to shake things up and make things you know, he wants to put Disney being better again and being like it used to be and make some more money. He wants to bring back an executive that used to got fired by um, Iger and another executive that got fired by Iger that used to run Marvel. And Disney have kind of come out and said, we don't want these guys. Pelps doesn't have the, the expertise that he needs to because he's going to be releasing a statement 
and like a white paper in a couple of weeks time after the upcoming quarterly financial results where he's going to lay out some of his plans for what he thinks Disney should do to kind of fix stuff. Reading what I've read so far, he very much just kind of says, make more money, be like Netflix. And that's one of the key things he's brought up. Apparently, according to Bloomberg, his idea for trying to make Disney more money and be more successful is just to bundle ESPN with Netflix. That's his idea. Like, that's working. That's making us money. Let's just do that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like, like yeah, that uh, sounds great. For the, like, well, let's take the thing that everyone's got and we'll just add our stuff on it and make them pay for it. I mean, yeah, it's... It's hardly like groundbreaking, of course, a lot of people are like, you know, that's why we cable fell apart was because, especially in the US, you were all paying for sports, whether or not you're watching it or not. Whereas in other countries, we didn't quite have that same system. And it was a great thing for cable companies because you all got charged whether you watched it or you didn't. So companies like Disney just were able to make loads of money with streaming is a lot harder because you pay for what you want. Now we are seeing bundling coming in cable companies and telephone companies are bundling together all the streaming services and trying to save money because I think there is there is some benefits of bundling you know Disney've seen it with ESPN bundled up with Hulu and Disney Plus but I think we all know that that's they even that's not working then we need to kind of do a bit more consolidation to kind of sort this out yeah so his big idea is just do it with ESPN and Netflix. Um, Netflix is, you know, they've spent a lot of money right now on um, WWE recently. They're doing documentaries on football and American football and Formula One. And they are slowly getting into stuff. They did like an event like with like, golf and they're playing around with sports, but they still don't really want to get fully on that because they don't own it. And while sports does bring in a big audience, it's very expensive. Um, so you kind of look at it and go, what? what? ESPN does, Netflix doesn't need ESPN. It's it's just, to me, it just feels like a very, just, it, he doesn't really got any vision. He's just like throwing out stuff, you know, like just to like kind of reverse time a bit. But yeah, so the idea of, an, of just bundling ESPN with um, Netflix, I mean, it's like, Want to make more sense to bundle it in with Disney Plus, the, the service that you own, and make lot you know do something a bit more you know boost that up. But no, just get the thing that's making loads of money. We'll just make you guys pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Not to say this this idea didn't really kind of go down well. I mean, the fact that he's been in interviews and compared to the fact I think he even mentioned you know the team coming in are going to be like Batman and Robin, and you're like you're trying to take over Disney, which owns Marvel, and you're using a Batman joke. Yeah. <laughs> He, just, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's the way I look at it. He's just, you know, uh, at the end of the day, he's an investor trying to make more money for himself. And he's got this idea of cutting stuff out. He doesn't care about magic. He doesn't care about what's created. He just wants more money. And I think that's a key thing. Disney put out statements saying they don't want him on the board and they don't recommend it. And they put other people forward. I'm quite open to the idea of bringing a new executive in and getting on the board that could you know come up with some ideas and come up with a strategy and do stuff but i i don't think this guy's got any clue what he's doing and he's just there trying to just like just make everything like you used to that's kind of my view on it but let us know what you think of this entire situation let us know in the comments below in our question of the day which comes from sebastian who says when hulu fully merges with disney plus what will the hulu page contain all the movies and shows from nickelodeon like the wild Thornberrys movie etc and warner brother movies like scooby-doo franchise and stuff well, i think the key thing here is at some point they are eventually going to come together and i imagine they are going to get to a point where some licensed content will be available on everything but some of these contracts are going to expire and when they get renewed they probably will get things sorted but a lot of these shows is just like dribbles left i mean nickelodeon only has a few shows left and a few bits and pieces 
Eventually that might just go. We don't know what's going on with Paramount. You know, the new owners, if there's new owners, could end up, you know, they could license it and stuff. But I, I would imagine all new license deals would include it, so it would be on there, because at some point they are going to become together. But licensing old stuff, you know, it comes down to money. You know, if you if they turn around to a company and go, well, we want to put it on Hulu on Disney Plus, and go, yeah, we want more money, and yeah, well, we're not going to pay you that much, because it's all going to come down to contracts and stuff. Eventually this stuff will all ease itself out. And I think there's a lot of stuff on Hulu which is just going to drift off eventually, because, again, the future of licensed content, both Warner Brothers and Paramount's content, is, is all up in the air, because they'll sell to anyone who was willing to pay, and obviously Disney could license this stuff. It does make a lot of sense for them to do it. But, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to eventually disappear in the next year or so before... Because Hulu could be around for a while yet. Don't expect it all just to be gone, like, in March. It's still going to be around as a separate entity for a little bit longer yet. But... Yeah, that's my thing, is it's all going to be down to those contracts, and we're still seeing now some of the contracts that are impacting on Disney Plus with films on, like, Max and stuff, nearly five years later, you know, these things are still impacting when these long-term long contracts get made, but let us know what you think of all that in the comments below, leave us a question if you've got one for um, tomorrow, if it's good, I will pick it out. On that note, guys, thank you very much, see you guys soon, laters.